Hi guys, good morning. Ooh, the wind just started blowing. This is so pretty. So it is Friday, April. <laughs> this is so weird. Um, 26th, 2019, it's 12.43 a.m. I just arrived to my cute-ass hotel in Bali. Um, I'm not sure exactly what city this is, but it's in um, the same city as the Bali airport. It's like Dushanek or something? I would love to be able to pronounce these names. I don't remember um, at the moment. And... Everyone is so super friendly here. They'll try to hustle you for money, um, but of course they will. You know, they're just trying to make their dollar too. And so it's late here. I just arrived. Um, it's in the jungle. This is amazing. So it's dark. I have seen only a little bit so far, but the statues here are gorgeous. Like outside of the hotel and outside of the... Um, I keep wanting to say Sydney because that's where I came from, Sydney, Australia. I'm still wearing my Sydney, Australia flag dress everyone keeps commenting on. Um, I just needed a dress because it was getting so hot. And um, I, what was I saying? Uh, I just arrived from Sydney. It was a six-hour flight. And it wasn't too bad. I sat next to someone super cool. I was collecting information from him as well. And that's my specialty is extracting information from humans. We all share some DNA to an extent. So it's important to collaborate with humans and talk to them and just, you know, find out your way around the world. And that is my specialty is um, getting things for super cheap and bargaining and just, you know, trying to feel things out. And um, yeah, it's really magical here. I can tell. Um, like I said, it's dark. It's not quite day yet. Um, the time zone change was a little confusing. <laughs> I forgot that it was a six-hour flight because it said, you know, I was supposed to land at 10.30 p.m. And then, but in Sydney time, it was 12 a.m. And so, you know, I was all excited at 9.30, like, oh, we're going to land in an hour. And then I realized there's a time change. So really, like, it's 12 a.m. Sydney time, but then in Bali time, it's 10:30 that we land so it's fascinating how time change works and it's quite confusing now I see why humans are separated because you know time is an illusion and time change keeps us separated and confused and it's this whole illusionary concept um but I'm super blessed to be here the statues are already so magical the jungle is already so magical I'm not even in like the jungle part yet I'm just outside of the airport but there's fucking green trees everywhere the stars are so bright the sky is clear i'm just so grateful to be here um uh, this is considered the land of the gods is what they call it and i came here for spiritual healing um i'm just so grateful that i landed here because it was a pain in the ass all day i struggled so hard you guys i'm not gonna lie i've been struggling with money not the fact that i don't have it but the fact that i do have it and spirit is blocking me from trying to get refunds for some reason there's a very specific message that comes to that um trying to get refunds like how do i explain this in a clear way um so I booked my first ticket to Bali from Sydney and um, they told me that, well, <laughs> actually I missed the flight. Um, it was a $300 ticket and <laughs> I showed up at like 11.20 to check in and the flight was at 11.45. So I figured like, oh, I'm fine. Like the plane doesn't leave till 11.45. So that's what my perspective tells me is I still have, you know, 20 five minutes to get on the plane so I have time to leave the airport you know and no like you have to get there three hours ahead of time apparently because there's all this nonsense about <laughs> nonsense about time concepts not that I'm butthurt but spirit is telling me to like not regret money and um the concept of spending it and not getting it back you know, because you're always paid in other ways and it's not just about money. And, you know, I preach that to the choir all the time that it's not just about money, but um, 
you know, you have to practice what you preach too and learn that when you spend money, you're going to get it back in other ways and not necessarily just money. And so <laughs> losing that ticket and like the, um, the concept of that money going down the drain isn't really a thing. And spirits trying to teach me like, stop trying to get refunds because that's actually going back in time. And that's somewhere that you don't need to be. So um, there's just no need to go back into the past constantly. And when you do refunds, you're actually doing that. You're wasting your time, so to speak. Not that time is ever wasted necessarily, but you're going back in time and that's a time loop. And what you want to do is continue through time seamlessly. And the trick to do that is staying in the present. And so when you're asking for refunds and returning items, you're actually, you know, taking receipt in and doing some sort of soul contract that allows um, entities to kind of like suck your soul from you because you're worried about money, you're worried about time, you're basically wasting your time to doing things is how I can best explain it right now. And Spirit's teaching me this concept that just like blows my mind because I've never heard of like, don't do refunds. I mean, I've always known that it was a hassle to, you know, go back to the store and make sure that you save your receipt and, you know, go through this entire process. And I've always known that it was a hassle to do returns and refunds in the first place. That's why I always try on clothes and make sure that I like things before I purchase them. And, you know, I never really actually refund items for the most part. But another thing was that, okay, so I could not refund my ticket. That's my first point, which was kind of a pain in the ass, but to stay positive too, like it's a learning experience and I'm still, you know, what I feel like is just at the beginning of it, but I've dropped a lot of money so far that I've lost out on from this perspective, but then from a 5D perspective of higher spiritual um, uh, unity consciousness instead of duality consciousness, like looking at it from that higher God perspective, there is no loss and there is no lack. And I need to learn that. And this is a hard lesson that I'm learning. I'm actually getting choked up because like I have lost a lot of money, but it's allowing me to travel the world and doing the things that I want to do. Um, I think I said travel, traveling anyways. So I was going to count the money that I've lost. So let's see, today was a $300 ticket. So I ended up actually paying $600 for what would have been a $300 trip to Bali <laughs> plus $40 for some sort of visa that allows you to like um, basically stay up to 30 days without having an ongoing ticket yet because coming to this country they want you to either have an ongoing ticket or show your bank account that you have the funds to purchase a ticket and leave the country before the 30 days is up or there's option C and you know maybe D and whatever else. Um, and so I didn't get the refund and I had to drop that. And um, okay, so yeah, it was $640 Australian money, I believe, to, to get to Bali. And um, money is such a strange concept itself because it's all paper and it's all like online and it's all debt anyways. Money is debt, it's backed by a debt system. So spirit is trying to teach me how to get things for free and trade instead of paying for things because technically what you want is already paid for. Your soul paid for it the second you were born here. And I'm learning that. It's a hard concept to learn because spirit is the only one teaching me. No one else is teaching me this except like spirit guides along the way that lead me to like documentaries and stuff that I've seen in the past. But collecting all this information now is a super hard concept to grasp, but I'm also learning it from past experiences and collecting that information into a snowball effect that leads me to the present. And so, um, you know, I ended up paying, and this is again from like a lower perspective, double the money to get to Bali that anyone else who hadn't missed their flight would have paid, you know, half the price. Um, and again, from a higher perspective, there is no lack and spirit is teaching me this constantly. <laughs> um, and then let's see what else. I dumped my Airbnb because um, the lady had no soul in Sydney, um, in Mossman, and I just couldn't do it. It sounded like there were elephants on the rooftop. Um, 
she marketed it in a way, and I believe I said this in a past uh, podcast, but I'm not recalling at this time. I can't remember what short stories I've shared because it's been a while. I deleted my Instagram and, um, and, uh, yeah, it's been, you know, a few days since I've shared the podcast. I'm stumbling over my words and getting into a time loop. And this is, you know, how your mind gets when you are, um, no longer in the present and focusing on the past or the future. But with that being said, I ditched the Airbnb, which is an additional $200, Um, she marketed it in a way that was falsifying information based on my perspective. I saw it as a townhouse, two stories. She stretched out the photos, brightened them up and that's all fine and dandy. It's marketing and I understand that. But at the same time, from a higher perspective, I, higher perspective, Jesus, I expect to get what I see or at least something close to it. And what I got was nothing close to what I saw in the pictures. And then everything had a a price tag on it. And it just just felt like I was walking on eggshells. Um, And I do feel like I'm telling the same story. So this might be in a past podcast, but that's fine. You guys can listen to it again or there might be new listeners. Um, There's always a reason that I share my stories. And, you know, everything in the fridge was marked with a price tag, and that's fine as well. However, I had no room to put my groceries. If I had groceries, I would not have felt at home. Um, It was just all lined up in a way that felt like not sacred geometry. And when you're a healer and you're an energy worker, you know spiritual energy, and then you know lack of flow of spiritual energy. And everything about that place was a lack of flow of spiritual energy, and it was just stuck energy. And when you're an energy worker or like a Reiki healer, Um, you know what I'm talking about stuck energy. It's just like, you don't want to be there. You cannot breathe. It will literally like, like take your soul out of you. It will take you for everything that you're worth. And, um, I was not going to comply with that. So unfortunately I did not get my refund for that as well. There was a no refund policy. So that's a total of $840 so far that I've lost out on. And then, um, I want to say there's something else before the Airbnb, ah, I canceled a bunch of Ubers that were men because I was having a troubling time with my landlord being a man and going through this cycle of like karmic debt and resolution wise it worked out, but I caused some damage and now I'm living through that as well. (laughs) I caused a little turmoil, but, um, it was bound to happen so to speak because he was oppressing me and suppressing me and all those, um, words that you can describe as a negative experience from a lower perspective. And, you know, it's my fault. I take responsibility for the damage that I did. However, I just did not want to be there anymore. I was selling my things and it didn't work out and I just needed to get out. And so I ditched my deposit. So that's what I forgot about is the additional $415 deposit that I could have gotten back, but I made the choice not to because it was more beneficial for me and my highest good to ditch the money. So that's $1,200 and $55, give or take, that I have ditched so far on my travels. Wow, that's a lot thinking about it now. Let me see, I'm gonna add it up on the calculator, 415 plus, and I'm doing it backwards now, so see, time gets tricky. You have to actually start from the most recent, so I'm gonna do it that way. So 300 plus, oh, I'm counting the 40, I don't need to count that. It might be less. That's why I'm doing the math. I just want to make sure. Um, I think it was like 205 for the Airbnb and then 415. That's right. And then I don't need to count the second ticket, which was $300. So that's a total of $920, which I have ditched since leaving for Sydney from California and Palm Springs. And um, it's freeing, but it's also stimulating in a negative way because I'm not sure what to do with myself, but I know that spirit is leading me in the right direction and I'm just following my heart the entire time. And a lot of people would not do this, honestly. They would be too scared. They would be too scared to lose the money. They would be too scared to lose their things and travel alone with only a, a small backpack on their back, literally like a purse backpack filled with nothing but the money and like the clothes on their back and the passport in shoes like no one would really do that not anyone that I know of personally you know and I know that I'm living other people's dreams for them I am freeing myself from the cycle of karmic debt 
which allows me to evolutionize myself and heal my soul from past debts and traumas and um, <laughs> I'm hearing things I'm hearing people um, and it really just allows me to like set a role model not only for myself but for other people and um, I think I said this but I know that I'm living my dream or I know that uh, that too but I know I'm living other people's dreams for them I thought the air was supposed to turn on after 25 minutes maybe it hasn't quite been 25 minutes yet Ah, there it is. It's so humid here, but it's so beautiful. Um, and I just had that revolution today, or that um, epiphany, that revelation. I've been hearing that a lot lately, too. Um, that I am living other people's dreams for them. And people tell me, like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just, like, you know, vacation across the world and holiday and travel and like live my dream and not have to worry about anything or come back to work and like yes that's great and that's Danny and that's fine but at the same time it's scary you know I'm just being real with you guys and I can't pretend like everything's okay and I'm happy 24 7 but it's been a great trip the hostel that I stayed at was messy it was dirty it was a party house which was not what I expected because, and this is comparing, and from a 5D perspective, there is no comparison. You cannot compare because then you're ma you match your energy to that person and you're not the same person. But um, with that being said, the hostel in Portland, Oregon was totally different. Um, <laughs> like flipped on the other side or 360 from the hostel in Coogee Beach, New South Wales. Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Did you guys know there's like many titles to like one location? There's like the state and the city and then I think it's like the territory and then the country or something. Um, the hostel in Coogee Beach was a party house. Literally there were people drinking and partying every single night, like shouting in the hallways. And, you know, not to stay negative, but um, it also sounded like there were elephants stomping on their roof as well, which is funny that I use that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, hyperbole, or what's the word, um, metaphor, simile. <laughs> I'm getting back into English because I am going to be writing elephants in Bali, or at least I plan to, that's the intention, and sea monkeys and snorkel, and I'm getting carried away, but those are the plans. Um, plans in Sydney kind of fell through, not that I had plans, but I did have goals of like learning how to surf, but it just didn't work out. Um, the beach was too scary, but it was also healing at the same time. Like I didn't really want to get in the water. I just felt like it wasn't right for me because I felt like I only had half of a soul and I'm a beach baby. I'm a total beach baby. I, I love Newport beach. I love hitting up OC. I love the beach. It's such a soul healing experience, but the water was too scary in Sydney for some reason. I just didn't want to get in it past my feet. And there's a reason for that. It's a soul healing process where I am now and what I'm doing. And I knew that the water just wasn't right for me. And I, I just didn't want to like go swimming. I didn't really want to do much. I didn't go out past the hostel that much. Um, what else? So yeah, people were partying every every night. Like I was trying to sleep. People would come in the room like drunk as fuck at like 2.30 a.m. And girls would be like digging through their um, backpacks like naked mole rats is what I kept hearing Spirit say for some reason. Spirit just kept saying like naked mole rats, naked mole rats. Like they're just digging, like digging, digging, digging. Or like earthworms just digging, digging, digging. Like it's a habit to just like dig through your things. Which is why I'm grateful to like have no things, to have nothing now because I'm not sitting there digging and digging and I also hear my spirit guides say like fumbling jumbling like <laughs> stop spending so much time fumbling jumbling like us as humans take so much time like picking our piercings for example which is why I took mine out because I noticed I was spending so much time playing with them or like fumbling jumbling just digging through your belongings that you don't need to be hypnotized by like you know where they where they are you're organized you remember where they put them if you're smart and intelligent you're gonna remember where you place things um, because you're going to be mentally on point and alert. And, um, yeah, so that was like the negative experience of it. And then also the owner said that we could do a trade for Reiki and she ended up falling through on her offer and, you know, wanted me to work for the host hostel. But like, I 
ended up seeing it was not a place that I wanted to trade my soul in exchange for work. Like all the workers seemed pretty unhappy there and it was just a mess of a place. Um, and you know, the, the hostel in Portland, Oregon, what I was trying to say before I got sidetracked was it was beautiful. People were super calm. It was a peaceful territory. Um, people actually followed the rules, not that I'm really into rules, but at the same time, there's a, a respect that's general. I feel like, you know, if people are sleeping and it's the majority of people at a certain time, maybe, you know, stay quiet or try to keep it down to some degree. Um, it's just a respect thing. And I know respect can be looked at in many ways and many perspectives. However, you know, it is what it is. People got to get their sleep in. Not everyone, you know, gets three to four hours of sleep and then wakes up drunk on beer and is ready to do it again. Like that's literally what they were doing. And I used to do that. So I understand, but it does not mean that I need to succumb to that energy anymore because I am a 5d being. And as we, as 5d beings, succumb our energy to lower vibrational entities and lower vibrational people. You don't want to do that because it sucks your life force energy dry. And that is what keeps you alive. And you do not want to be a dead zombie walking around. At least I don't. You can, but it's not an option for me. I like my soul and I like my vital life force energy. Um, yeah. And, you know, Portland, Oregon, like I said, totally different. People actually went to sleep by 10 p.m., and the quiet time was from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m., which is what the hostel in Sydney said, except no one followed the rules and no one enforced the rules. And I understand a lawless society can be cool and exciting, but at the same time, there has to be some sort of order, or at least that's what I feel like from this perspective now, or at least a general respect of the community, you know? So when I ask people to keep it down, I expect them to respect that, take it into consideration, and act upon it. <laughs> Because I'm a queen and I deserve to be treated like one. So if I communicate my needs with you, you need to listen to that. I need to be listened to. And I was reading this book that was like, how to be, um, it's titled, How to Be Successful Without Hurting Men's Feelings. And then one of the things in there was like, I need to be listened to. Um, <laughs> which I thought was cool because a lot of us don't say that to ourselves and remind ourselves of that, of that. excuse me. I need to be listened to. My, my thoughts, my needs need to be heard and they need to be acted upon, not only by me, but by others. Otherwise, there's no respect. There's no dignity. There's no honesty. There's no integrity. That's the word I'm looking for. There's no integrity if you do not respect what I say and what I need and act upon it in some way to some degree. Um, so there's that. And then the positive aspects of the hostel um, <laughs> was it was right on the beach. Um, and I'm, I know there's more to that right now, but it takes time to switch perspectives. Um, I learned that I do not want to work in a hostel and I no longer want to stay in a hostel. So I did learn what I don't want. Spirit also gave me this vision that hostels, um, mean lost. Like, oh my God, there's a cat on my patio. It's a kitty. Oh my God. Adorable. I wish I could take a picture and then send it to anchor right now. Oh, and I saw stray dogs on the walk over here. Oh my god, and it has no tail. Oh, this is so adorable. I'm going to have the best experience, you guys, here. I'm so happy. That just made my heart flutter. He's sleeping on my patio. I love it. Oh, I hope I'm not being too loud, but I'm excited. Um, uh, what was I saying? So, as much as Sydney was a healing experience, it was also a soul-sucking experience. And I, I felt like I only had half of a soul most of the time there because I was getting half of my sleep. I was surrounded by entities. And when you drink, you are surrounded by entities. Entities take over your consciousness, which is why I stopped drinking. You literally see the possession and the darkness in people's eyes when they drink, when they drink or at least I do, because I'm very attuned to that energy. I know what it is and I know how it affects people and it steals their soul, literally. I couldn't do that. After two weeks, I was done and I just started losing it. I was going to the beach every day and trying to heal myself, but my healing process was being um, slowed down or halted. At the same time, I got more powerful and it was a great learning experience. Oh, um, I believe I said that. I got a vision from spirit that hostile means lost. You know, if you switch the letters around, you get lost out of it. And then there's extra letters. So you could say like he lost or lost he if you want. But mainly what they showed me was 
lost comes from the word hostile or vice versa. And you're literally sleeping bunk bed on top of bunk bed. So you're sleeping in someone's aura, regardless of if you want to or not, you have no choice if the rooms are full and the beds are full, right? And then you're surrounded, you're stacked on top of people, not only in your bedroom and in your bed, but as well as on each side of the wall, you know, there's bedrooms on either side, there's apartments, and then there's stacks of floors. Um, so spirit gave me this vision, like apartments and stacks of buildings and hotels. You're actually like sleeping in someone's aura, at least in a hostel. And then these stacks of building are like factories. Like your spirit gets lost when you have that many people in the same space constantly. Um, because you need your own energy and what you don't need is for your energy to be harvested by entities and sleeping in someone's aura who's not on the same level of consciousness as you because if you are a higher vibrational being you will have to lower your energy to sleep with these people or exist next to them that's just how the law of um, vibration works I think might be the the correct universal law but you literally have to balance out to exist with someone in the same space as you. So if you're higher vibrational, you're going to be lowering your vital life force energy to sleep with someone. And if it's in a bunk bed, it's just, it's inevitable. Um, so that was a valuable lesson for me to learn that I don't want to sleep in bunk beds <laughs> anymore. And... What else? Kuji itself was super pretty, but it's not really what I expected. And, you know, they say have no expectations, but I expected something beautiful. And it could have just been the hostel and the experience there. Maybe had I gotten better sleep, it would have been better. You know, there's an infinite realm of possibilities. Who knows? But it was not my experience for, like, my soul's healing purpose. Like, yes, I did heal there, but only to an extent and not what I expected. And now that I'm here in Bali, I just... I have high expectations and granted there are no specific expectations this is how i like to explain it have no expectations being that you expect nothing in specific other than the best and that's having no expectations you know you expect nothing but the best and i expect nothing but the best and bali looks beautiful so far so i'm really excited i'm grateful for this experience I've lost a lot of money, but again, there is no lack and I am traveling across the world. I still have money to spend and spirit is rewarding me with clothes and things like food and things that I'm getting for free and discounts. And it's still a very spiritually rewarding experience. Um, I deleted my Instagram because I just felt like it was a strong message from spirit and has been for a long time to delete my social media. And I always go through these phases where I feel like I get sick of social media, but this time it was for real. Like you know, I just needed to start over and spirit told me, start over, like delete your Instagram, delete your website, start a new business or don't start a business. Like your business comes to you as it's needed. You don't need money right now. You don't need to earn money. You don't need to work. What you need is just to like travel, lose your mind a bit, a bit, stop getting lost in your thoughts, like learn culture, learn different mindsets, break yourself down, like break your habits down, break yourself down to nothing, lose the ego. And I keep going back to the movie uh, V for Vendetta, where she like, you know, shaves her head or she gets it shaved, I don't remember. And she literally like loses her identity and gets broke down mentally. And that's um, what a lot of slaves end up getting done to them, or at least in the past cultures, um, uh, perpetrators would shave their slaves heads or cut their hair to symbolize taking their power and that's what i did not to take my power away to symbolize for myself new power by taking away those old memories that no longer serve me i cut my hair or shaved it in fact because hair stores dna and granted it is our spiritual antenna to the spiritual world and everything around us and you can track enemies and how far they are and you know um your hair does serve as a spiritual antenna. However, I shaved it for other purposes of starting new and monks shave their head as a, a symbol of, um, you know, just like respect to God. And I believe, um, you know, just new starts. And it's, it's, a, it's a very spiritual thing to choose to shave your head. 
and spirit just told me start your journey new create a new identity you want to be a sovereign being you have to do this you know you have to do it the right way and not that there's a right way or a wrong way but there is a more beneficial way and a less beneficial way so spirit is guiding me the whole way on how to be a sovereign being and what sovereign means ultimately is free um but basically in man's law and I guess in spirits too, or like spirits perspective or God's perspective or whatever, being a sovereign being just means being free. And that means like no passport is needed, no ID is needed. You're not tied to any country per se. You can just travel freely and you're not like a citizen of anything. You're just free. And then I believe that means like no birth certificate is needed, no social security number is needed because you're not tied to any country. And again, I'm just assuming here but I've heard little bits of pieces and information that lead me to that um, thought or that conclusion is that you're a sovereign being. So you're not tied to any state or any country. You're just you and you get to choose who you are. That's what a sovereign being is. That's what sovereignty is. And that is what I am leading up to. Um, and it's difficult. And I read in this book, Word Magic, that there is ways to become a sovereign being and you will get fought by entities that want to keep you down and dim your light and basically just um you know keep you a slave like they want to have you keep your head down keep working live until you die making money just to spend it on bills and rent and you know barely any food and nourishment to support yourself and just dimming your soul and it's not meant to be that way they're harvesting your energy like if you're doing that honestly and granted you can have hobbies and you can have habits that serve you and support you but you're not meant to have your your energy harvested like a battery that's being drained and your soul is an energetic source for for entities um that want to feed off of you and not to be scary entities can be good or they can be bad they can be neutral like really everything is neutral however there's intention that can be beneficial or less beneficial and um entities will take advantage of a soul that is harvested that does not know it's being harvested and there's this saying the best weapon is um the weapon an enemy does not know you are using against them and so that's what soul harvesting is so when you're a sovereign being there's no soul harvesting as far as i know when you are acquainted with yourself and attuned with yourself and in touch with yourself you will not allow your soul to be harvested anymore. So that is what I'm striving for. <clears throat> and that is what I'm doing through this experience. And, um, you know, it's very lightning. I look back at my videos on Instagram, or I did a couple days ago, um, from, you know, when I was attempting to sell all my things in my bedroom back in Palm Desert. California and the video just felt so heavy so heavy and so dense energetically and spiritually and emotionally and mentally like I just felt the heavy dense energy of my bedroom and my, like myself you know obviously because I'm tied to my bedroom where I was and I just knew like oh my god I have already changed so much in just a matter of two weeks I have lightened the load so much in just a matter of two weeks in time is just a concept but that's a lot to say for how heavy I was and how heavy I felt and how heavy my mind was in my heart I just felt trapped and I knew I needed to run and I did but I made plans and I made the right one and um, I'm continuing to make the right plans or the most beneficial plans to the best of my ability and um, you know booking that ticket and then having to cancel it and not getting the refund threw me off but only so much. I knew the right answer. Spirit told me to just book it anyways, book it again, you know, stay in Sydney and, you know, take your time and then book the ticket again and don't worry about the refund. Like, we'll take care of you. The money will come. <laughs> and so this is all just based off trust. It's just, you know, a trust-based experience and knowing that the mind will expand into something different that's not trapping you anymore because the mind can trap you. And I've experienced this. The mind will actually offer you projections of what you need to work on. And it can be scary um, in the form of like police officers or people you think you know or people you think are watching you. It, the, it will literally trick you. The mind is a really tricky thing. It will trick you into thinking your fears are true and there. 
and they are real, but only to a certain extent. A lot of times it can be tricks. And if you guys have seen the movie A Wrinkle in Time, I keep referencing that movie lately for some reason, um, but they go into this dark planet, I forget what it's called, and the spirit guys or the goddesses, they you know lead the kids there, but you know then they say like, we can only go so far, so we're gonna give you these gifts. And Reese Witherspoon, she's my spirit animal, I swear. She says like, gifts, I love gifts. And I just imagine her like twirling around when I'm having a hard time, because that movie is so cute and it literally just like cheers my spirit up and lifts my soul when I'm having a hard time trying to get through this sovereignty and like reach my goal like I just imagine Reese Witherspoon in that movie like yes I love gifts and you're know, swirling around like her mermaid magical self or whatever like you know just being a goddess and being free and like you know not hanging around negative people too much and just continuing like walking and prancing around and like doing her magical thing like a unicorn not worrying about where there's no magic or little magic but going where the magic is and continuing with that you know, like there is no worry when you're Reese Witherspoon in a wrinkle in time. <laughs> um, but, you know, they say to the kids, like, um, you know, we can only help you so much on this dark planet. So we're giving you these gifts. And then like, we need to go because their energy starts dying off in the dark planet, which I refer to as the mind. Sometimes like your mind can be a dark planet. It can be of light also, but it's not your friend when it plays tricks on you. And it's your responsibility to develop the mind into what you want it to be and how you want it to be. Do you want it to be a loving space or do you want it to continue to pray, play tricks on you? And as you evolve, it will still play tricks on you, but less and less. And you'll go through like these rounds of karma and notice it's still playing tricks, not as much, not as fearful and not as severe and things of that nature. Um, so the mind still plays tricks on me a lot, especially when I'm traveling or things start to get stressful. I'll just need to like calm down, take a breath, Remember that I still have spirit on my side. Listen to the voice in my head that's telling me the right things to do that are most beneficial at that time and just trust that it's the right thing to do because sometimes I'll hear different voices and different vibrations and sometimes I feel like I'm not trusting enough when I hear the voices because I have been tricked sometimes, but it's only like my mind tricking me. The voices are always right and always accurate. It just depends on what realm of density I'm in, like how dense am I in my mood and my vibration? Because if I'm in a lower density, say feeling unsafe, then I'm gonna start freaking out and I'll still hear the voices, but I'll be trusting less because I'm in a, a less safe space than say if I'm in my heart chakra and I'm vibrating high and I'm trusting the world and I'm trusting everyone and everything around me, that space for me is safe and it's not fearful, so I trust everything that I hear. So, you know, granted I hear many voices, they're all the same, they're all coming from the same God self, that space of God consciousness, the collective consciousness that is. Um, it's just that if I'm in a state of fear, the voices won't make sense or I won't trust them. And so that's where it gets tricky. When you're traveling and things don't work out the way that you plan, for example, buying a ticket, having to cancel it, and then the, not getting a refund, it's gonna throw off your root chakra center because that's your financial stability. It triggers financial stability and then you need to work through it without letting the mind overtake you. And I practiced that today. I feel like I was pretty successful because I did get here to Bali. I have everything I need. I have a nice big soft bed that I can sleep by myself in a quiet room. I'm probably the loudest person here and I feel slightly guilty, but I need to stop feeling guilty because no one's told me anything and I feel like they would if they wanted to speak up, they would. <laughs> um, that's what honesty is. And speaking up for yourself. Um, and I'm paying the same exact rate for this hotel room in Bali with a bathroom, with my own patio, in the jungle, a shower, a safe, a phone, and again, a fucking bed, like a king size bed of my own in silence same exact rate plus breakfast with scrambled eggs for the same price it's like 38.50 here tonight and in the hostel i pay the same exact rate to sleep in a bunk bed in a room shared with 10 people total with people partying every night and you know <laughs> um a cereal breakfast, like just cereal and milk. 
So the comparison is unreal, and sometimes you have to compare things to see like what you're getting and the gifts that you're getting because spirit likes comparisons to an extent. You have to compare to see where you've been and where you're going and um, so forth, um, so to speak. You know, but it's not necessary to compare all the time, and sometimes it's not healthy. But seeing this experience that I'm paying the same price, and again, it's not about money, but the experience is just totally different, and the customer service is unreal here. People just want to please you in Bali, at least so far. Like, <laughs> you know, and I even got a little discount. Um, I forgot to do the math, but let's see, because I didn't have the exact change, so it was. <laughs> You'll feel like a millionaire here because their money, I guess, is not that strong. So. The room was 270? No, 250,000. And then I forget what their currency is called. Plus breakfast. So it ended up being 280, and it sounds like a lot, but it's not. Hold on, 200,000 currency. I'm just going to say currency. Um, and then I think I only paid 25, so divided by 10,000, and that's how, so it's actually 27.50 and so. So it worked out perfectly. And I'm loving this experience so far. Granted, I'm a little stressed, but I'm just going to take a shower, do some Reiki in my bed, and enjoy and see what the future holds. And um, I plan to, and this is the only plan, as far as I know, go to Ubud, which is my um, next destination from this airport area um, because that is the spiritual city of Bali where there's a lot of jungles and temples and rice paddies they call them rice fields and um, what else like there's a monkey forest and waterfalls that you can swim in so it's just totally something that makes my soul happy just hearing those things and I'm really excited to actually pursue them and see you know what I can achieve here in my soul's healing and it's not necessarily about the activities but the activities do help and it's funny because um at the hostel they um tried to sell me a $1,300 package um in Australian dollars for like this 12-day tour getaway with like snorkeling and you know going to the forest and basically doing the same activities that I'm doing except that it's $1,300 and um <laughs> the way they market it is funny oh yeah and this is another point I want to bring up that I'll remember after this um and literally you can do those things here for a couple dollars um Everyone that I've spoken to said you can do these same activities for little to no cost, like like a couple dollars for each thing that you go to if there is a charge at all. And I know I don't need any guided tours. I'm doing everything on my own. So it's just funny the comparison of like $1,300 to, you know, maybe like $10 a day for the activities. And then they say you can pay like a driver $40 to $50 a day to drive you around and be your personal driver which is so much better than an Uber in America, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, and you can always, you know, bargain here for the prices because the dollar is stronger other places. And so people le um, live, you know, cheaply here. And granted, it's only my first night, but I'm seeing how people will offer to be your personal driver. And they're just so friendly. And, you know, I've literally checked out three different hotels just in like the five or ten minutes that I walked from the airport. And my words may be scrambled, so forgive me, I'm a bit tired, but every single person has, like, walked me to the next hotel when their hotel was full. You know, the person at the front desk, and they walk you up to the rooms, and it's nothing like America. Like, 
The customer service is unreal. Everyone smiles. They greet you. They wish you a good day. You know, they wish you the best. They ask how long you're staying. They ask you what you need and you know they offer accommodations by not only giving you a building to stay in but they walk you like to the next building if they don't have a room to offer you that night and I'm just blown away by like the culture here already just in the short time that I've been here and (laughs) this is wow awesome that I'm doing this long of a podcast I've never done this long of a podcast before um but I have a lot to share. Um, what else do I want to share today? So, um, yeah, the, the package and just the comparison of like, that's what I wanted to bring up. The fact that these entities that rule the world or the matrix, the matrix that you don't want to be in because it sucks your soul, basically, it, it harvests your energy um, the matrix, um, you know, if you've seen the movie, the matrix, they break out of the matrix and they start seeing all kinds of crazy things and how like the world really is. And that's what I see on a constant basis because I'm living outside of the matrix on a regular basis and in 5d, which still has matrixes, but like they're different. It's just not the dense matrix that controls you. Um, basically. So, um, what was I saying? The Matrix and Entities and... Hmm. Shoot. It's right on the verge. I'll remember. Um, keep going, Haley. Keep going. Ah. Yes. See, the mind is a powerful thing. And it gets better with practice and practice and discipline. Um... The entities will try to sell your soul back to you through experiences and through things and through harvesting your money and stealing what belonged to you in the first place, including your soul. So they they will literally try to sell your life back to you. So experiences, things like I said, like all of these things are your rights to be able to travel the planet freely. Like those are your natural human rights. But then they created boundaries and borders and these these fake illusions of time and concepts that don't exist, distance and space and things that aren't really real. But the matrix off the matrix offers them to you like they are real and they are important. And we've been sold a lie since the day of our birth, since coming out of our mother's vagina or whatever way you were born. I don't even know anymore. The matrix sold you a lie that you are not worthy, that you have to pay for things with your soul, with money, um, and that you didn't earn anything from the time that you were born, that you have to work like a slave and you're sold a social security card and you're stamped with a number and you're basically actually um, a corporation when you're born. Like you are sold as a corporation and you're actually worth millions, but a lot of people don't know this when they're born. you know, you can sell your birth certificate for millions of dollars. So I've heard and just, you know, you're a corporate entity. Once you're born, you're a slave and you have to break out of that from the time you're born because you were born into a matrix. And once you get out of that matrix, you are no longer a slave. So we're literally working for our freedom, which is what the uprising of consciousness is and the awakening, the spiritual awakening. You might hear of that, um, becoming spiritually awakened, working towards your God self, the Kundalini awakening, the God rising, what else? Christ consciousness, like all of those terms that you hear are the same thing. It's just the awakening of the planet rising to a higher level of consciousness and a higher vibration so that we can become this awakened state of beings healing the planet and making it a brighter place, anchoring it in light and love. And the planet just becomes a brighter place. Like the lower densities no longer exist and can no longer control you like a slave. And you're a free human and goddess or God. And you just, you become this entity that's free. Like you, you can just do whatever you want and move freely and fluidly throughout the planet 
without the constructs of time and space controlling you because they, you know they don't exist. And you know that money doesn't rule you, which is like the lowest vibrational thing there is other than coffee. Spirit tells me coffee and money are two really, really, really low vibrational things. And then stress. Um, stress and fear are also like the lowest vibrations and worry, but that all falls under the sub or the category. Those are all subcategories of fear, stress, money, worry, all fall under fear, which is the umbrella term. Um, (laughs) and money and coffee. I just think that's funny. Um, but it's true. So we have to learn to work without money. And by work, I mean grow and evolve. And that's what we're doing as you're spiritually awakening. Um, So I love you guys. This has been great. It's been a really long message. And oh my gosh, it's 1.33. And then my phone's at 33%. And I'm so glad I kept this phone. It has gotten me through so much. And I wanted to throw it away because it's been cracked. And spirit tells me when something cracks or a button falls off or a zipper falls off or something breaks, it's actually telling you that it's done. And throw it away because you'll get a new one or something better. Um, and usually in an unexpected way, but I'm just, oh my gosh, it's been such a crazy, powerful experience, this life and everything in general. And I'm very, very grateful. Um, so I'm grateful for you guys. Please subscribe to this podcast. It helps. Um, please donate if you feel inclined and share this podcast. Um, all of that keeps me motivated to keep going and sharing the message. Um, if you want to get in touch, my email is still accurate, which is in the bio of this podcast. It's Haley's Holistic Touch at gmail.com. Um, and my Instagram names or handles are still on there, but that's no longer accurate. And I might get back on social media. I might not. But this is about my soul's healing and then helping the planet ultimately, you know, sharing with you guys as well. And I'm just excited to be on this journey with you guys. And I enjoy sharing this podcast. I just needed to take a little break. And now that I'm out of Sydney, I'm feeling a little more alive and a little more myself and a little more light. And I'm just so excited to take a shower and wash my dirty feet and sleep in a big comfy bed in a quiet space. It's the little things. It really is the little things that count. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I will see you guys next time. Love you.